0: what's going on people it's been a it's been a minute since I tapped in and and checked in spoke my peace did my rant. for the most part vented about some bullshit but uh I'm gonna say the time I got now to catch up with some things i want to talk about basically you know and uh first things first i didn't know you in the background obviously i apologize for uh i'm not in the most quiet spot to do this but um forgive me i apologize so i'm gonna get into it real quick um A while back, I was going through topics, you know, and I was I was posting things online to get different inputs because I felt like, you know, the more the merrier. And sometimes, you know, you want that extra advice or that input so you have something to think about more. And particularly on things you don't understand quite clear as day, that extra voice Mm -hmm. or two might give you some clarity so I did just that I'm gonna tap into one thing real quick and uh, I'm gonna say first things first uh, Mm -hmm. you know love is is a drug you know and this is one of the things I actually put out there in the open to get input on and believe it or not I got some great advice And I saw point of views um, other than mine to support why love is what it is, a drug. You know, some said that love is a drug because of the fact that the person you're dealing with, it can be a drug in, in in that way. When I was driving, there was a the fact that love was a drug because love makes you do things that you never see yourself doing, period. And things you're doing are not positive, but more so negative. Subtext. Some people love hard. When they love hard, I think they hurt the most. Because they give all the energy to that one person, you know, and then their reaction to things are, how can I say, Um, unexpected for the most part, depending on how far it's carried out. But I'm looking for another word to really describe a person's state of mind when they're actually fucked up in the process of losing one that they love for so long, get the energy to, you know, probably broke their back for that person, and etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm going to figure it out in a minute, and when I do, I'll pass it on to you. But. In this segment, I'm going to cover various things other than just this topic alone. So being of love is a drug, from experience, I'm going to speak on real quick. I found myself in a position where that I felt like I put my guard that was once up, down. I allow myself to be a person I never saw myself as or become in life with anybody. Again, I said before, when you love hard, I believe I want to say, I want to say that I hurt the most, more than ever. I hurt more. You know, I'm not being selfish to the person that I was with or their feelings on their behalf, but on my end of the stick, I'm hurting more because I'm losing the one that I love. So, again, I became a person I never once was. And until with that, the person I became was somewhat unexpected. Um very, very harsh, uh, uncontrollable, and really didn't have the monster to think anything straight through clear as day. My actions were just actions without even any kind of thought process. found myself to be in a position where almost lost everything I worked for. And or because of my actions it told me to move a certain way from that point forward. But this is the crazy part. I almost lost everything I had because of my actions. They weren't positive, they were negative. Without any thought process, I made a mistake by hurting someone. And until they had the power to say, I can take this from you. Because I give them that power to do so. Just by the fact that I say, you know what? Do this. Without any thought. And why I say it's crazy because the fact that when it all happened, it was said and done. And somewhat time, somewhat healed a wound. I stay with that person. Now, at the end of all that, love made me do dumb shit. You know, people do things like threatening to their life. I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to kill yourself. I love you. I'm going to kill myself. Shit like that, to me. Is just for attention. There's no way in hell taking my life for someone that I love in that aspect. It's not going to happen. It's not. But if my position was something way different, but the root cause of it is love. Shit had me so fucked up. It was like. I couldn't tell. What was on my left. What was on my right. What was in front. What was behind me. I was just blinded by so much shit. And it's crazy because. I should have left then. You know. I told people close to me yo, I just went through some crazy shit because I had nobody to turn to and talk to except the person I was arguing with. But that wasn't getting nowhere. That was back and forth, just argument. The person I love, I couldn't say, I just went through this because, no, because the person I love, I was in love with, i love putting in a position where everything was gonna be wiped away no questions asked no second thought just gone and now it's like I'm sitting here telling you, a stranger, a friend, I've been through some shit because love is a fucking drug. Somebody say, you know what? You're not making no fucking sense. Well, I always say this before and I say it again. I want to hear your comments, your suggestions, your questions. I want to hear your feedback. But the fact remains, when I say love is a drug, the negativity in you comes out. Because the person that you with, that you love so much, you put all that energy into There's nothing about you that's left behind for yourself. You give your entire fucking soul to that person that you with. Because all you can think of is, you know what? I love this person. And then love puts this fucking blindfold over you. And all of a sudden, you blinded a bullshit. You blinded thinking straight. You blinded thinking about anything. That hey, if I did this, this might happen. I was so blind to the fact that everything that transpired before all the bullshit, it happened. It was forgotten. I never spoke of it. Never thought of it. Where it happened is where I left it. So here I am telling you, my honest opinion, love is a fucking drug. And it's crazy because. I'm saying it again. It's crazy because here I am, still dwelling on the past. Because the heart in me still beats for the person that I was once with, the person I crave, I yearn for. As we speak, I miss. But I can't talk to Love is a fucking drug I came to the point Like you know what I'm going to do something drastic Because I feel like this Is get my point across To this person I love And I want her to see I want her back in my life I don't want to lose her I don't want to lose her But at this point in time I guess I already lost her already I lost so a long time ago, it just took time for it to actually really process. And as the process was finally complete, so was the breakup. It was complete. The fucked up part is that there's so many things within the breakup that made no sense because what they saw What they assumed was nothing of facts. You see, one thing, it bothers you, you question it. But in this case, it was saw, it was said, it was done. Let me say this. If I ears ever touch upon this episode right here, let me tell you this: congratulations. You made your milestone in life. You will be famous. Nothing less. I know it already. I miss you and I love you. Let it be known. Thinking back in my past life, I felt like, you know what? I've been with people that. let myself go with and I learned the past to my present. I should let myself love anybody when I love myself. It's crazy to say but I hate to love anybody period because the fact that when I love somebody I kind of give them everything that I have and then when shit goes south it's hard to kind of like get back on your own two feet. It's hard to rebuild yourself all over again because day by day is a routine. And within that routine, as you're building yourself, you're including that person in your life that you're trying to build with. Now you gotta take away their foundation parts to your foundation and just build your own. As you're trying to build your own. It's crazy, because it's like you got used to using these extra pieces on the side. That was her. This is you. Everything is now Formula One. Now it's just you rebuilding. The voids that you had in life, they filled it with. So now it's like, okay, I got this piece over here. I need this piece over here from her to put on top of me. And then so on and so forth. But now that those voids are now empty, I'm not complete. I'm still trying to figure out how to put this piece here. And my next piece over here, but it doesn't add up because what I had that I was filling everything in for me, that I needed in life, I felt like I wanted to have in life with that person, now it's just, it's just gone, it's away. I tried to reach out more than once, talking to myself. I finally found a way to get through, and I was warned. Love was gone. It's crazy. Love was a drug. Right now, I'm all fucked up. And now I'm taking hit after hit. from people, left and right, that I know, don't know, So I'm trying to find that right drug that would cure me for all the pain I feel right now. Like, these are my antidotes, antibiotics. Nothing's working. Nothing's working at all. Love is a fucking drug. People say you'll be alright just day by day. It's not day by day. It's not. Because when you love hard, fucking love hard. And it's hard to actually rebuild yourself up after all that you lost. It's crazy. I still got pictures of everywhere I look around. From the phone to my mirror. So as I go, I go, I'm actually reminded of this moment that moment, this day, that night, this year, last year, it's crazy, Maybe I'm doing it to myself, I don't know, maybe I am, but my pops always told me growing up, Leave room for error. And I heard, what the fuck does that even fucking mean? Leave room for error. What? Elaborate. Put it in English. What does that mean? Leave room for error. It means, basically, leave room for error. The error is the part where You give yourself enough of yourself to say, you know what? I can fix this. Better than put it this way. Man A loves person B, female. Or how you want to define yourself but an individual. You give a person that you love 99% of yourself, but that 1% leave for yourself. That's your error. Better yet, I'ma love this girl 90%, I'm going to keep 10 for myself, because it'll leave room for error. I don't want to give them my all at the full 100, and next thing you know, when it's over said and done, I can't bounce back. Leave room for error. Heard it all my life growing up This is my first real girlfriend. And the thing is that I never learned. Because I can tell you right now, people I've been with, to the point where, like, you know what? Yeah, I love this person a lot. Never going to break up. But reality, we do. Cause that's life when you broke that person. What more can you really say? It do the room forever. You pray shit don't go wrong, but it does. And when it does, you try to regain consciousness, because believe it or not, you're dead at some point in time after the breakup. You can't breathe. Can't function properly. You're just dead to the world. So now here you are trying to recuperate from what? Love loss. And now you find yourself in a position where you just can't survive anymore. Day by day, you're trying to find that loophole, make yourself better, trying to find that person you can talk to that just take your out for the bullshit off what you just went through in life. And that way you can now focus on somebody new. And that you focus on somebody new, person in the past, you just now fuck with and now fish out of your fucking memory bank. That's all bullshit. Life, love, love in general, does not have the same similarities to a fucking washable marker with a fucking eraser. We can just write on the board, I love you, I want to be with you, I miss you, and next thing you know, you just wipe it away with ease, and it's all gone forever, and you never saw it happen. It's not possible. That was a fucking drug. Give my brief pause, I get some coffee real quick. Oh man. So I said life is a drug. Oh, sorry, love is a drug. Excuse me. Love is a fucking drug. Trying to rebuild myself in more ways than one. And uh it's it's hard because I can't get past the stage of hurt, but I will in due time. Accept for what it is and continue praying to God for second chance, third chance, fourth chance, whatever the case may be. But right now, it's just what it is. Love is a drug, the person that you love the most, that you crave. You know, you do anything for that person, left and right, without thinking twice. And now here's the positive part about it. It's mutual before, well, correction. It's mutual between you and that person. Reciprocated the fact that, hey, I love you, I love you back, I love you more, I love you ten times, I love you with faints to infinity. All the cute shit. Actions come behind those words. There's no doubt in the world a person does not love you at all. They do love you because they give you actions. It's a positive part about it. Love catches to a point where, with that person, the next thing you know, you guys. Are fitting to be together for life. Have a kid, get married. Get married, have a kid. Or just get married. It's crazy. But I'm learning as I go along day by day that some things are not meant to be. But you want them to be meant to be. What I'm saying. So I've been in about thirty minutes now. And uh, I'ma say it. It's your boy Holler. Keep it going podcast. Please you on Facebook, look me up. Like the page, hit the page. Tell a friend. Keep it going podcast at Facebook. Instagram. At IG. Keep it going podcast. Do the More the Merrier. Tell a friend. Family. And of course as always. Me a message, love to hear your feedback or anything I say. If you feel it's not true, if you feel it's truth, if you feel like you got a question, you got some input, love to hear from you. Matter of fact, let it be known and said now. I love having guests when I do these little episodes. So if you want to be a co-host, you want to be a guest, shoot me a message, link me, Facebook, Instagram, even on here, on Anchor, you know, we can definitely uh, make a a bomb episode and, and go from there. Man, thanks for listening, appreciate you. And uh, next time. Until then, this your boy Holla. Keep it going, podcast. Top of the evening. This is definitely gonna be a treat for you guys. Uh, first and foremost, you already know it's your boy Holla. You already know where you at. Keep it going, podcast. Uh, this one actually has been uh, been one I've been holding back on. I actually did a video and never posted it, but I want to actually turn it now into this audio and uh, let you guys hear my thoughts on it. Basically, it's based upon Father's Day, so I'm I'm late with this one. So again, like I said yesterday, please part of my tardiness. You know, right now I'm still trying to catch up. I got more things coming out. So, little by little, uh, I'm going to get there, get back on track, keep you guys updated as much as possible, you know, and of all things, but keep it going. Simple as that. So, basically, um, you know, Father's Day was roughly about a week ago, so to speak and for myself um you know father's day is it's a one-time thing just like mother's day one-time thing across the board as a holiday but um people do say when it comes to being a mother that's everyday holiday you know hopefully that applies to us fathers um for some who actually hear their kids at least but aside from that you know on father's day i woke up feeling good feeling great you know and i had that that burst that burst of happiness out of nowhere you know i thought my daughter and it's nine years on this on this lovely planet this earth my life you know she's here she's probably nothing but just joy from day one, you know, and she's been all the way through consistent with it, you know, watching her grow from a baby to a little lady, you know, and uh it's it's a blessing. You know, if you don't have a child, it might be a man or she has a stepchild of be your own and that can relate to, you know. Um but a child's a blessing, you know, and some don't see that. And I understand the fact that we we have kids with people and it's the wrong person sometimes. So now you're stuck in a bond like, what do I do? person you with wants to have the baby and you do not so now it's like you know what I'm obligated but look at the better part about it is this you're not in it for the person you was with the child is born it's a blessing embrace that take that love that love that child by all means love that child don't discard that child at any means necessary whatsoever do not you know and basically this is why I'm trying to get this out now before I forget because this to me is a very 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 touchy subject my daughter's nine years old She's not one day have I second guess her not being my child. Not one day not one second not even a fucking thought and To some of us out there, we have alleged friends, best friends. You know, we have family. They might hone in and tap into your to your brain, tell you, listen, you know, they were this person last time before you, or or this person last week, and so on and so forth. Or they can't be trusted; they dirty and etc. Et you know, and get you thinking like, yeah, you're gonna be right. It's not my child. There's nothing wrong with having that thought to a certain degree. If you've been with that female for God knows how long and you know for a fact she know wants to throw on you. But people in your mind tell you, hey, you know what? This is this and this is that and check this and check that Think to yourself, because at the end of the day, when you was fucking that person, will be man or female. Was your aunt you in the bedroom? Your cousin, your best friend, they friend, they cousin, they aunt, they mother, they father, your parents. You know the person doing it every day, from start to finish you thought that day that was your routine on both ends of the fence so you made this child you had nine months probably doubt don't where to turn what to say what to do with it go just nervous and that's expected being your first child's expected but the worst you can ever do is turn your back on that child. I don't give a fuck if your father left you with your mother at the age of four, five, six, seven, or you never met your fucking father. From man's point of view, that's your fucking seed. Embrace your seed. Be a man to that little man, ladies. Be a mother to that little lady. I find it so hard to understand why is it that we, as men, will quick to say, you know what, damn. Shorty bad. I wanna I wanna fuck. i give her a kid. Took her all that rah-rah shit. But when the time come, here you are. Oh shit. She pregnant. Nah, it ain't mine, it ain't mine, it ain't mine. That's this nigga's chick. It's this nigga's girl. It's this nigga's kid. That ain't mine, that ain't mine. We start preaching on that bullshit, but you the last nigga in there you know what? You're doing raw dog shit. Now she's pregnant. It's your fucking kid. You can't pass the buck with a kid. And that's my gripe. You know, it's, it's one thing to say we want to talk shit about getting somebody pregnant, yada, yada, yada. You know, oh my, can I, can I bust a nothing? You cannot come in here just one time and. The tip in. We all know for a fact, nigga. The tip going, the whole fucking full fledged meat going in. That's it. That's it. That is it. And now you got a kid coming. For me, I'll say this for the record. I wanted my daughter. No questions asked. At the moment in time, I say, you know what? I'm going to have my seed. And I did. And I'm happy I did. Because looking at her to me is a blessing. I don't understand no man that says, oh, nah, I'm good. You hold on to that. Or you and the kid's mother want to argue. So you want to just fall out of place completely. What I mean by fall out of place completely, I mean you're dead in the moms and the kid at the same fucking time because what? You can deal with the fucking mother? Listen. As a man, I understand it's hard to deal with a child's mother. Some are not the best mothers, sorry to say. Some do shit out of spite. Some do shit, you know what, because they so fucking bitter. They want to fuck up your life and put you through child support. and Yada, 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 yada. And you feel you know what, fuck that bitch. And the whole ordeal, the whole package, and just do your own thing. Nah. Nah. Can't. Can't be that way. Can't be that way. All it takes is for you to get up, go to court, talk to somebody, go see a judge, tell a judge, listen, my name is, this is my story, I want to see my child, what can I do? Let no female drive you to the point where you just put the fucking wall up like you fucking Trump and say, fuck everything on the side of the fucking wall. You're not a man. You're not. You're a coward. You're a fucking coward. Nothing in life is easy. Never is. You meet somebody on Monday. They give you the whole sales pitch oh, I'm this, I'm that, I like this, I like that. Everything seems sweet until you're pregnant. Then everything changes. All of a sudden now, you're going through the bullshit. It's life. We can't screen everybody we put our dick in. We can't. I'm going off topic. Let me fall back real quick. <clears throat> I need us as men to be men. Step up to the plate, be a father to your child. Don't let no next man come into the picture because you feel like it's not your seed, it's not your time, you never want it at all, no. A lot of shit we don't fucking want. We don't want fucking bills, but we create them. We go out, live the lavish life, high-priced cars, high-priced notes. 10 pair of sneakers, one big ass bill. You create a bill, and you pay it off. You create a child, you take care of that child. I salute those in my circle. I fuck with Heavy because I know they're soldiers, they're troopers, their fathers. Sun up, sun down. Hard time, good times. They're fathers. Fathers, they're supposed to be a day between you and your child. Be acknowledged by your child's mother to say, this man is always there for my child, our child, his child, no matter what. That's it. Some may say different about you. Oh, he ain't shit. He a deadbeat. Listen. You fix that problem. If you can't fix that problem, if at night you sleep with ease knowing you take care of your child from something to sundown, Monday through Friday, weekends, holidays, whatever the case may be, you need lunch for tomorrow for school, any need clothes for school starting on fucking Monday, you need this, you need that. If you're taking care of your seed, Nobody can't tell you fucking otherwise. But let's not limit that to just financially. Be there for your seed, your daughter, your son, your twins. I hate to see a dude come out with a new pair of Jordans and your child wearing Buster Browns. At the age of fucking four. What is that like? What is that like? Why are you behind bars and you chop the next man? We have to actually sit and listen to what's around us analyze what's around us if you didn't have parents together in one household growing up think about it this is not fucking TV this is not the full house it's not family matters not fucking any of that bullshit that's TV not many people had both parents growing up. Some didn't have none. They had their grandparents because the mother's doing one thing, pops doing another. One person locked up, one doing drugs, one dead, both dead. Now it lies into you as a father to be different from your parents or the same as your parents on a positive note. If your father gave you everything you wanted growing up, do that for your child and then some. Yeah, it's hard. You got to fight the child's mother to to see your seed. I've been there. I've been there. I made that bed. I cheated. She's being spiteful. and it killed me because my child's a part of me that's my flesh and blood all i wanted was to see her be around her but no man has ever set foot in her life and will never set foot in her life because she knows i'm daddy she knows i'm her father she knows, Daddy, I need this. Daddy got it. If I ain't got it, a grandfather got it. If he ain't got it, a mother got it. Either way, she gonna get she gotta get regardless. But it fucking grinds my gears. I even know people from friends to family taking care of next man's kid because he's like, you know what? I don't fight doing shit. Like I said before, I've been and I've done that. To the point where my child has siblings. My blood and not by they're not by, by blood, excuse me, they're not minds. They're not. But for the length of time they've been around me in life, and we're talking about double digits in years, they're like a part of me. They don't ask for nothing. If they do, little, very little. Growing up with them, I give them 500 here, 500 in there. And they would buy things for themselves, clothes, as they need it. And their pops would be like, oh, yeah, that was me to that. I gave him the money or I bought shit for him. Nah, wasn't you. That was me. That was me. I watched your kids grow up from babies to adults to a point that they both in college. Graduated. Working. Still growing in life. People say, yo, you crazy. How can you be with someone she has kids already? Listen, it happened. I don't regret it. Because they gave me the opportunity to actually experience that before even having my own. Now that I have my own, to me, it's a second nature. Only part that I miss with them growing up is the fact that, you know what, when I met them, they're already in their own drawers. No more pampers. They're walking already. My daughter. When she was born, I was there when she was crawling, drinking a bottle, learning how to walk, breaking this, writing on that. Now I'm in a point in life where I'm 36, i 37. I want to do it again. my issue is this we as men do not and I repeat we do not take care of our own as we should and that's what really hurts me because of the fact that we are stereotyped as deadbeats off the bat oh you're a deadbeat. You're a part-time father. You don't do shit. Well. We have to fix that. And tell. And actually show. People. What they hear. What they see is actually all bullshit. Being the fall is a fucking blessing. Being a parent is a blessing. I love being a parent. I want to do it again. I do. I really do. And my time will come. I'll find that person. And I'll have that child. when that happens, I'll get married. And I experienced that too as well. But the fact that this whole talk is I'm sick of seeing single mothers take care of their kids with the father. Nowhere in sight. Nowhere in sight. And I don't understand it. Why, why even lay down? And you know you're having to see in the way, but you want to dip set from the picture of the child before they even get to fucking know you. Why are you continuing to be, or should I say, why are you carrying on that stereotype as men, or as a man, or daddy father for the most part? you didn't have a father and now you are a father be different not the same don't carry that trait that i didn't have a father so i'm gonna do it for my child no fuck that you met her you fucked her you busting her got a kid be a fucking father be a parent to that child This is that grinds my fucking gears. I salute men who take care of little fucking of their little men or little ladies, but I don't respect the dudes that dip on their child because they can do it the fucking child's mother. Again, I said before, and I'll say it again. Family court. You want to see a judge, tell a judge, your honor, or whoever, I want to apply for visitation rights to see my child. Simple. you going to pay child support, of course, obviously. But you know your child ain't not take care of no matter what because you're paying. see so You're not paying to see your child. You're paying for your child's well-being. They got school clothes coming up, they got trips coming up, they need food, they need braces, whatever. So, let me end this by saying this. Be a leader and not a follower. Be different in a way where it's positive and not negative. If you're not ready for responsibility, by all means, please put on a fucking hat. It gets rough in the beginning, but I guarantee you, in the course of life with your child growing up. Just by seeing them grow, it becomes a lot easier. It takes two to tango. It really does. I'm not saying ladies are better than us as men, because you do have some other that's actually kind of fucked up as well. And I can talk about that too, but not right now. But for men, us as men. Step up to the fucking plate and be a man. Be a father to your child. Be there for your child. I'm so serious. Losing kids left and right to bullshit in the street or School, whatever the case may be. Nah, it's not. Mm-mm. No. Just look around you. Life itself is becoming more difficult day by day. Teach our children the right way from day one. And to do that, you can be present from day one. This is not hopscotch. You can't hop in and hop out and hop in and hop out. No, fuck that. Be there for your seat from day one. Because I tell you, I love my daughter to fucking death. And no man will ever take my place as her father. Won't fucking happen. Won't fucking happen. It's your boy, Holla. Keep it going, podcast.